feeling like you belong. Someone else understands what you are dealing with. Knowing that you are not alone can be so difficult if you are in a special needs family. Isolation, visible differences, the ability to have so-called normal experiences can slam you in the face daily. Judgment can be harsh. Losing friends because your children need extra, extra help with daily living skills, extra attention, extra monitoring for safety, extra planning and prepping, just all the extras. No, you are not alone. Others have paved the way before you. Finding people that understand can be hard. We all have our own story. We all have experiences that can help others. I am Gail Hamblin, and this is the More Alike Than Different podcast. I'd like to talk to you about preparing for a doctor visit. How do you prepare for a doctor visit? When I was new to being a special needs mama, I was in what I like to call the soak it up phase. I asked so many questions and had so many thoughts, it was hard to keep the doctor visits under an hour. Since then, I've become strategic and think of doctor visits in a different way. I like to have a plan. I don't mind changing the plan, but plans keep me centered at peace and give me a sense of control I often don't really have in the day-to-day living world. I make a list before I go with questions, concerns, areas I would like doctor input on. I put it in writing and I take it with me because when you finally get to the children's hospital, park, get out all your supplies, check in, use the bathroom, change your child, you are already tired. Having a list helps me reduce my mental stress and overwhelm when I have five minutes to clean up a peed-through child. What do I pack? I like to pack a diaper bag. In my diaper bag, I have diapers, wipes, two changes of clothes, my wallet with ID and insurance cards, medical supplies I might need. My child requires a G-tube, so I would bring a G-tube, and extension, syringes, whatever I need if something were to happen. Now, I know you might think, well, you're in a hospital, you can just get a G-tube. <laughs> That's actually happened to me before, and I would have to have gone through the emergency department to get a G-tube for my child. Instead of making my stay an extended stay, I bring those medical supplies with me. I always like to pack in my diaper bag some feminine protection for me because that always seems to happen when I go to a hospital. Toy or gadget to keep my child entertained as well. So you're going to bring all of those things. All of mine fit in a diaper bag, but you might have to organize it differently. So another thing that I pack is my travel medical binder. It's kind of like an accordion file with a pen and a small pad of paper or some post-it notes in it. I have my child resume that you can check out how to do a child resume from a previous episode, episode four, I believe. I also bring a list of current medications, a list of previous surgeries, a list of current and past diagnoses, diagnoses, however you say it, (laughs) previous specialist after-visit summaries and protocols for the past year, a list of questions for the current doctor visit, 
If your stroller does not have a carrying basket, I like to bring a bag or a small backpack to carry his binder. At the end of your visit, you will undoubtedly have more papers that are important. I like to throw them in the front of my travel binder. Another thing that I pack is food and drinks. If your child has feeding difficulties or you have an infant, you have to pack more than most. I usually pack a lunchbox with feeding tools like a maroon spoon, a special bottle, a cutaway cup, food and drink that's needed during the visit. If your child is on a feeding tube, you will need to be a creative. Sorry, there's a lot of trial and error in motherhood, I think. You can also pack a stroller or wheelchair. I like to have two to three mommy hooks. I get the great big ones. I also have some small ones. A bottle carrier attached to the diaper bag that I use one of the small hooks for. Cold water for me. A snack for me in case I get cranky. Then there's things I pack and I leave in the car. I like to pack a blanket, a soft toy, and a different toy for engagement in the car ride. Extra wipes, and sometimes a small cooler for food and drinks for me and extra drinks for the kiddo. I bring the blanket not only for comfort, but as a practical tool if my child peed through on the car ride. Now you have a soiled car seat. Once you change your child, you still have a soiled car seat and probably little to no time to try to clean the car seat. Let's face it, the cover needs to be washed. I bring the blanket to use as a buffer between clean and dirty. While I do have my visits down to a science now, I had to figure it out along the way. A little preparation and study of previous trips has allowed me to have a much better, lighter, easier experience when visiting doctors. What are some things you do to prepare and reduce your stress for an upcoming doctor visit? I really like to think about how to monopolize each visit. I think about if I need updated prescriptions, updated protocols, letters of medical necessity, advice on how to care, what to add, what to delete, what I should focus on before the next visit. Doctors also like data. What data do I need to bring to update the doctor from the last visit? I usually include as much as I can on my list I made for this specific visit because I am human and I always forget something. It is much harder to get a message and response from a doctor later on. Plus, I find I usually get better answers while I'm in the exam room with the doctor able to physically see my child. One more thing I add to my list because sometimes it escapes me and I waste time later. I put car validation and school excuse note on my list. These are easy things, but sometimes I have to walk back to the car or check in desk just to accomplish these things later. Or I may have to call later and it takes up even more of my time. This may sound overwhelming, just the thought of all the preparation and list making, but it's actually easier. You get better outcomes from appointments, reduce your stress and create some peace in your space. Not to mention, you are already doing most of these steps. We are just organizing and creating intention for your actions.
I get a feeling of accomplishment when all my questions are answered. The doctor has given me a plan and we already did most of the paperwork I will need to complete future action steps like filling prescriptions, updating protocols, or disseminating information to other members of my child's care team. My visits to specialists are much more productive now that I have a specific plan in place. You can too. Start a basic plan today. Decrease your overwhelm and stress. Notice I did not say eliminate. I don't believe you can truly eliminate it all, but you can get a plan in place. Do some trial and error and feel more productive and less overwhelmed. You can do it. Just start. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it was helpful for you. For more tips, techniques, strategies, and relatable common issues, visit gailhamblin.com.